Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right, my friends, transfer talk time. And I promise you an update on the centre-back situation. And I am a man of my word, so here we go. You've seen the reports of Urian Timber to Liverpool. You've seen the stuff from Wesley Schneider, I'm sure, saying that he believes he'll go to Liverpool and a few other bits and pieces. That got me thinking, it got me asking around and it got me inquiring as to Liverpool's interest in Urian Timber. And what I've been replied to with, I should say, is that yes, Liverpool are very much in the market for Urian Timber. And yes, Liverpool are very much interested in signing the guy. And I think he could be the one. He could be the one that we look to bring in to replace Joel Matip. My information is that the interest, excuse me, interest is concrete, that Liverpool have um, been working on it behind the scenes and that it's uh, entirely possible. But fee-wise, I don't know. I haven't got a clue. I've no idea what the transfer fee could be. Um, according to Wesley Schneider, he believes it would be a huge fee that would take him away from Ajax. Ajax, of course, need to free up some money as they need to uh, cover the losses during COVID and stuff. So, Urian Timber to Liverpool, maybe. We wait for the likes of Fabrizio. We may f- we wait for others to confirm it, but I'm getting positive vibes from the people that I've reached out to, but I'm not, for one second, saying it's a done deal. Now, with regards to price, haven't got a clue. No idea what to expect. But, it makes sense if you add in the Verge stuff as well. You know, we've seen Verge speaking about Gakpo before he signed for Liverpool. And Verge has been complimentary of Timber as well. And I'm not going to say if it's the right choice or the wrong choice. Because hand on heart, I don't know enough about Yuri and Timber to know if Liverpool are going for the right guy or not. But it does seem like that interest is absolutely concrete. So watch this space is basically all I'm going to say to you now. I want to know from you guys as well, having watched Timber, do you think he's good enough? We know that he can cover in probably a couple of positions for Liverpool and the defensive line. So, yeah, exciting stuff. If we ended a transfer window with Yuri and Timber, Alexis McAllister, and let's say Nicolo Barella and another DM, I would be over the moon. Uh, so, yeah, let me know what you think. Do you think it's a good potential move for Liverpool have you seen a fee mentioned now we know Urian Timber has said previously that there was an agreement in place between himself and Ajax that he stayed for this season and that he will be allowed to move on at the end of the season but again I haven't got a clue with regards to price but the links are verified the links are genuine and Liverpool are weighing up the possibility of Urian Timber as the centre-back choice to come in and replace the potentially outgoing Joel Matip on that, though, let's talk about another player who may be potentially leaving Liverpool Football Club, and that is Creeping Kelleher. Brentford apparently have turned their noses up to Liverpool's £15 million valuation of the uh, Irish shot stopper, and I think they're absolutely away with the fairies. I think £15 million for Creeping Kelleher is a bargain, considering he's been brought through at Liverpool, probably the best club in the world for coaching goalkeepers, working with Alison Becker, with Tafarel, with Akterberg, and the rest of Liverpool's goalkeepers and goalkeeping coaches. I think it's it's crazy if Brentford think 50 million is too much, but you know, it's their decision to make and I hope Liverpool hold firm with their valuation because I believe it's fair. 
Also, Mason Mount, there's growing expectations, according to The Guardian and other journalists as well, that Mason Mount will leave Chelsea this summer. They believe that talks about an extension of his contract to Chelsea are, well, not happening. So will Liverpool sign him or not? I genuinely don't know. We know he's been linked high and wide to Liverpool Football Club. I can see how we could fit into our system, albeit I don't want it to be for crazy money. I'm comfortable 40, 50 million quid. Certainly feel like Jurgen Klopp will get a tune out of Mason Mount if we sign him, but he wouldn't be in my top list of priorities, if I'm being entirely honest. If he comes, we'll welcome him, we'll wish for the best, but yeah, I, I would have other thought processes myself. So, Alexis McAllister, a lot of you guys in our chats and on social media have been saying that you're worried about this Champions League talk, that he wants to go to a club with Champions League football. I say, relax, don't be worried about it too much. Liverpool may get there this season, and even if they don't, just remember our manager's words. Never has he had a conversation with any player where they have said specifically that they're only coming because they want Champions League football, or they wouldn't come if there wasn't Champions League football. It's up to these players to qualify for Champions League football. And I believe Liverpool Football Club, if we sign Alexis McAllister or the right midfielders, will be well placed to continue our um, tradition of playing in the Champions League. Yes, we may miss out this season, but I fully believe it will be a once-off mistake. And I wouldn't get too stressed about it if I were Liverpool fans. Certainly, I think it's just more people trying to drive clicks. United are interested, other clubs are interested, but we're quite far along. You've seen that from many journalists. The fee looks like it's about 70 million. We've seen 150 grand a week reported in wages. And we've also seen that the talks are going nicely. Now, nothing is confirmed yet, but I believe it won't be a, a, a yes or no because of Champions League football. It'll be because of the vision, the project, the manager, and how we'll fit into Liverpool's team. So, back to Yuri and Timber. Um, a couple of people are saying that he will probably go to Liverpool. Um, I think, I, I told you what I think, Liverpool's interest is certainly real on Timber. Uh, a couple of people have confirmed that to me today, as I mentioned at the start of this video. Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane is going to leave Bayern Munich in the summer and one season there and it just hasn't worked out. Now the question is, where will he go? How much will he cost? And will he come back to Liverpool? Well, the last part, no. He won't come back to Liverpool that I'm aware of, nor do I think it's a good idea. Also, where will he go? Well, who's going to pay his wages? Because he's on about €400,000 a week at, uh, at Bayern Munich. That's a wage that we're not going to pay. So Chelsea, perhaps? PSG, maybe? I don't know, but I don't think you'll see him in a Liverpool shirt again. With regards to Manuel Ugarte, uh, some bad news doing the rounds today. Fabrizio Romano has mentioned that George Mendes is taking care of Manuel Ugarte's potential transfer. We know the release clause from Sporting Lisbon is €60 million, Euro, but... The bad news is there are three Premier League clubs interested, but according to a lot of other journalists, Liverpool are not one of those three clubs. And as much as we want it to be true, I kind of do believe that um, that we aren't interested, or at least that he isn't going to be somebody who we look to bring in. As much as I disagree with that, I do get the feeling that the English journalists are, are on the mark with this one, and we aren't one of those clubs, unfortunately. Um, ben Jacobs has been speaking again about Liverpool's chances of signing Alexis McAllister and he said that Liverpool feel positive about the chances of getting the Argentinian International World Cup winner over the line and um, have had good initial contact with the player. So that is where we are at with regards to the latest transfer news and stories. I want to know your take on it, especially around the Ugarte stuff, around the Yuri and Timber links. I mean, 
Should I be getting excited about Yuri and Timber? Honestly, I don't know because I've not watched much of him. Even when I have seen games he's been involved in, he hasn't been a player that I've been keeping my eye on. But if it's good enough for Virgil van Dijk, if Virgil van Dijk thinks he's good enough, who am I to second guess the great man? So Yuri and Timber, potentially. Alexis McAllister, I would say probably. And after that, who knows? I do love the idea that somebody said, and I think it was Neil Jones, keep an eye on the Barella situation. Liverpool are admirers. That would be amazing. If you get Borellister. Yes, I said Borellister. That would uh, that would be brilliant. McAllister, Borella, that would do me very fine. Who's the central defensive midfielder choice? Don't know. Will it be Lavia from Southampton? They've been relegated. We know Manchester City, I think, have first refusal on bringing him back to the Etihad. Will they trigger that or not? I, probably not. Um, and 50 million was mentioned there. Do we need a defensive midfielder with Fabinho looking good again and by Cechic there as well? Um... I mean, it's a fair observation, Mentality Monster. Um, I mean, from a numbers perspective, I think we do need three midfielders. We have James Milner, who's moving on. And by the way, on Jimmy Milner, a little bit on him. Apparently, Leeds are in the conversation here. I firmly believe he'll end up at Brighton, as per Fabrizio and others. Um, and I think he's probably given a word, his word to the Zerbi. And if he gives his word, I think he's, he's a man of his word. So... I expect him at Brighton. Um, it's a very fair point you've made, Mentality Monster. And is the need there? Maybe not as such, but do no harm to bring one in. That's what I'd say. Do no harm. By Trecic, we don't know if Klopp is going to utilise him in the 6 or the 8. He said himself he can play both positions. We're going to lose Thiago, maybe Henderson, if my memory's right, at the end of next season. So there's another opportunity there to maybe bring through one or two more. Give Curtis Jones another season. I mean, the interesting things are going to be what happens with the likes of... Sorry, I'm drawing a blank for a second. What happens with the likes of Tyler Morton? There you go. Tyler Morton. What happens with the likes of Connor Bradley? Um, even Leighton Clarkson, who's on loan, I think, up at Aberdeen. And a few other young players. Uh, expect the likes of Phillips to be moved on and a few uh, fringe players. Reese Williams, maybe, to be moved on as well. Henderson's 2025. Don't know how I feel about that now, Mark, to be honest. Look, I guess he's going to fill that James Milner role, isn't he, in in our squad now of, you know, maybe limited game time, but coming on to just add that professionalism, steeliness, help CEO games. Max, you'd pay for Timber, Burlett, McAllister. Um, I, I find it hard to give a price on Timber because I've openly said I don't know all that much about him, but I'd imagine you're going to pay 50 to 60. Barella probably in the same category 50 to 60 McAllister it looks like 70 is the number according to reports we definitely need three mids Gravenberch could be molded into a DM yeah yeah that's um that's possible actually on that has anybody seen much new stuff on Gravenberch because can't say I have I don't think we get Timber because of the fee and I don't think Klopp thinks a centre-back is that high of a priority not sure about the first part priority wise I beg to differ on it being not a priority. I think if you lose Joel Matip, it's a priority. You know, can we really with confidence think that Joe Gomez is going to be able to go through a whole season without an injury and being able to provide backup cover, really consistent cover if needs be? If we have an injury to Canada or Van Dyke or we just need to rotate, um, unsure. Potentially, you know, Joe Gomez is capable of it. You know, he's a really talented footballer, but... I think I'd rather see us bring in another centre-back. Just I really would feel more comfortable with it. Whether we need to spend £60 million, no idea. Have we contacted him? Are we far along with it? The contact, yes. Are we far along with it? Don't know. I might have that information in a couple of days. I'm still 
you know, this has been something that's only kind of, I've only really looked into this more since the comments from Schneider. Um, that's what triggered me to reach out and say, hang on, is this legit? Barella could be the replacement for Thiago. Well, he's got one year to go. Thiago on his Liverpool deal. Certainly don't expend it, expect it to be uh, extended. I'm so... I would have said absolutely no hope of Barella until I seen that comment from... Was it Neil Jones? Who said, keep an eye on this situation. I mean, that's given me a lot of... Uh, a lot of hope. Maybe unnecessarily, you know, too much hope. But I'd love it. Oh, lads, I'd love it. Barella and McAllister would be an incredibly good window to bring those two in. I don't feel as comfortable at Gravenberch as some other people do, um, but I feel a lot more comfortable if the price is at the 25, 30 million, then it's worth a roll of the dice. What if Matip let him run down his contract? I'm just saying what, what was put in the media, mate. I don't really know the Matip situation. You know, I think the first I remember it was again, I think Neil Jones saying... Liverpool may look to sell Matip and replace with another centre-back. Would you rather Borellister or Malexis and one more midfielder? So I take Malexis's mount, is it? Mount and Alexis. Um, I understand the Mason Mount thing. He's, like He wouldn't be at my top of my list, but I can understand the thought process from Klopp. I can certainly understand how anybody could look at Mason Mount and think there's more to come. and more can be coached out of him because he hasn't had a particularly good season but he certainly has something about him and I think Klopp if anybody can get it get Mason Mount to fulfill his potential I think Klopp could be it yeah how much is Barella I've seen you see a lot of this could depend on AC or Inter Milan's financial troubles and their loan repayment that they have to make I think is 250 by the end of this season or something like that 250 mil so maybe 50 Jude will be 120 mil. I think that ship has sailed. I can't see Mount in Liverpool shirts. I can see Mount. Jude, if Dortmund get their way, will be above 120. He'll be whatever the exchange rate is on 150 million euro, maybe 130. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. So on Timber, um, I'm presuming we're not far along with a deal for Timber. I would look at the Timber situation similarly to how we looked at what happened with Gakbo. We might not think we're far along, but... It wouldn't surprise me if one day we just heard, bang, done. But not trying to get your hopes up. I'm just saying, for the longest time, we all thought Gakpo was maybe United bound. They were pushing, they were pushing. Then some stuff started to come out about Linders, you know, and then you heard Virgil van Dijk, you know, speaking about Cody and how far he can go in the game and stuff. And 
I don't know. I just, 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 apart from what I've told you, um, there seems to be a lot of people from the Dutch side who are very, you know, uh, positive in speaking about the idea of it. Same thing happened with Lucho and Jota, right? Um, so Lucho, Lucho, we had to push because Spurs wanted to, uh, wanted to sign him. Yeah, we we planned on waiting until the summer to sign Lucho, but Spurs were pushing really hard to get him in January, and Liverpool had to uh, had to act and did, and well done. Wasn't Timber's wife house shopping in Liverpool? I don't think he's married. I think it's his girlfriend. But yes, that was reported. I thought that was bullshit. When it was reported, to be honest with you, I thought it was a bit premature for someone to be out house shopping or looking around, but it was certainly put into the media, that um that report, without a doubt. Great that United want them. Do you think, uh, United fans, here's a question for you. Do you think you'll sell Maguire? And if so, how much will you get from? Will Manchester United sell Harry Maguire? And how much are they going to get from in the market if they do look to cash in? I mean, they're not going to get near what you paid, right? But... In a back three, maybe a club that plays with a back three could 30 mil. I don't know. What are you saying? Because United overpaid significantly. But what's happened to him from the player we see at Leicester? Because at Leicester, he was good in a back three. At United, he just... I mean, it's hard to even talk about form, by the way, because I think it is fair to say there's been a different Maguire for England and a different Maguire for United. But yeah, it's mad. How do United get this way? Look at, um, what's his face? The guy that you can't get rid of at centre-back. The man with the faces. What's his name? The guy that was at Blackburn. Fucking hell, we were only speaking about him earlier on. He's that shit, I can't even remember his fucking name now. Yeah, Phil Jones. Yeah, yeah, Phil Jones. Phil Jones. What was the story with United like? Because when United signed Phil Jones from Blackburn, I remember Liverpool being linked with him and feeling really like, oh, shit, United beat us to a player. Oh, well. And then I, I was expecting him to be really really good at united like really good and that didn't work out and then you go and get Maguire, and i think to say it hasn't worked out it's probably an understatement i think he goes back to leicester no there's no way leicester if they get relegated around can afford Maguire. and uh, how much is Maguire on a week united fans i honestly haven't got a clue so i'd love oshiman at liverpool so i have a bit of a different view on victor oshiman than everybody else I think Victor Oshman's an incredible good football player who works really, really hard and runs the line and gives everything for his team. But I don't know if he's ever going to be consistently prolific. Yeah, I, I would, I'd be a bit uneasy if my club paid big money for Oshman and expected it to transfer into 30 goals a season, 35 goals a season consistently. So yeah, I'm a little bit different on, on Oshman. Um, incredibly good player. Not not trying to say he isn't, but don't know if he'd be prolific. And if you signed like Kane, you're getting goals. He's on about nine to ten million a year. So what's that? He's on about two hundred grand a week then. Um, Phil, two hundred grand a week. Fuck me, two hundred thousand human pounds a week. Um, what did what? No, I don't know. They must be paying by square inch of head or something. Like <laughs> to think that he gets paid the same amount to kick a football as Thiago. Just blows my mind. Or who else is on 200 Gs? Salah was before he got his pay increase this season. Like, more than Alisson, yeah. More than Mane was on at Liverpool. Around what Firmino was on at Liverpool. Probably around what Virgil... Actually, yeah. He's probably earning the same money as Virgil van Dijk. Let that sink in. One was 80 million. One was 75 million. 
both on around 200 grand a week. I think only one set of us feel like we got value from that or are getting value from it. I, I sometimes wonder, like, Liverpool don't get to make these mistakes. We don't get to get a, a Varane and a, a let him shit the bed. We don't get to have a Lukaku, let him shit the bed. We don't get to have Pogba twice. We don't get to have a, an £80 million flop of a centre-back. Yeah, we don't get these, and Chelsea get them as well. We don't get to have these mistakes. So we have to be far more clever in what we do. Surely Ali needs a uh, pay rise when his contract's up. He only got one. I'm fairly sure Alisson's contract is Liverpool 2027. He signed a new... Was it last year, Ali? signed a new improved deal? And fucking whatever he's getting, he's earning every penny of it. Anthony's salary went from 20k to 200k when they signed up. No, please tell me they didn't pay him 200 grand a week straight off the bat. That's mental. Like, whatever about the transfer fee, you had to pay what Ajax made you pay, but to pay him 200 grand a week straight off the bat, not even, like, give him a season or two at, at 120 and then up him to the higher one if he if he deserves it. 100 grand a week. That's... And then United fans wonder why the Glazers maybe won't free up more money at stuff at times. Just look at the waste that's gone on there. So Ali is 2027. 20, how how reassuring is that, by the way? That Alison Becker, either ranked number one or two in the world as a keeper, depending on your viewpoint on Courtois, contracted to Liverpool until 2027. It's just something so damn reassuring about that. Because I say there's probably even another extension in there for Alisson. I think I think Alisson probably has seven years left, maybe more. Um and I yeah, brilliant. Don't they pay Sancho three hundred and fifty grand a week? Do they? Oh my god. Oh. De Gea is on like four hundred grand a week as well or something, isn't he? But at least with De Gea, you can look at it and go well, he was the best player at Manchester United for many a year. I mean, I'd understand it that De Gea gets that much money if I was a United fan. He wouldn't get it anywhere else, but I could understand it because he's earned it. You know, you might not think he's great now, but go back two, three seasons and David De Gea was, was United's player of the season, season in, season out, just, you know... When they were at their media mediocrity, or when they were mediocrity, they were uh, reliant on the hair. Do United have to pay to attract players these days? Said old Devlin. I guess with Champions League, maybe that will change a little bit because you know, look, United are a huge club. Of course they are, and they're like Liverpool. They'll always be an attraction because of the history, the name, the tradition, the fan base, the allure of the club, the league, and. Um, so look, they'll always like Liverpool. Even if you're not in Champions League places, you, you'll still be able to attract people because you are a huge club. Van der Beek earns 120. Fuck off. Do United? Do United know smaller numbers exist? Like, does anybody at United's recruitment team know that they can offer less than at over 100 grand? Like, you don't have to start off with crazy numbers. So what's going on with the uh, the latest around United? And this um this new desperation offer from um Qatar. You know, submit your best offers, lads. By this day, best offers done. You lost. Oh no, I have a new offer. I have a new offer now. That wasn't my best. Like, if that was me and I was United, I'd say, get fucked. You had your chance. We asked you for your best offer. We asked you to value the club. You did. This is what you came with. 
we got a better offer, best of luck. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't even entertain it if I was if I was United. Do you think Curtis Jones should get a new contract? No, because he only signed one. Jones only signed a new deal like last year, I think. If I'm again, I could be mistaken, but fairly sure Jones signed a new contract recently enough. Um, and I would like to think at least another half a season, showing the form he's showing. And if he does, yeah, give him a new deal, no problem. But I don't think he's he's done it long enough yet to say give him another pay rise. I, um, but if he continues this, and we're talking Christmas next season. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Really quick questions before we finish up. What are we expecting to happen with Connor Bradley and with um, Calvin Ramsey? Because I'm... I don't want to see Connor Bradley leave because I honestly think we have a good player there, but I don't know where he'll play at Liverpool because he's more of a wing-back slash midfielder than I think he is a full-back. Calvin Ramsey has just been really unlucky that we, we you know, he had the the, uh, the long-term growth spurt injury or whatever it was he had when he came to the club that they wanted to just give a chance to recover. And then, of course, he had that injury that's ruled him out. So he never really got a chance. So I'd like to see, at least pre-season, see how, um, how the young man gets on. Keep Bradley and loan Ramsey, said Maddie. Connor said, keep Bradley, loan Ramsey. Same again. Uh, Kieran said, probably another loan or try him for cup games. Uh, see, this is where I think if we end up in the Europa League, you've got an argument to say, you know, keep the lads, you know, get a mix there of, of experience and youth for the, the group stages of the Europa League. And let's see who sinks and swims. Let's see if Bradley, Ramsey, let's see if they rise to the challenge. Because the Europa League over the years has been a catalyst for some players. If I'm not mistaken, didn't Harry Kane make his breakthrough in the Europa League to, to really start becoming prolific? I'm loaning Ramsey and keeping Bradley. Uh, what do I think of Mount Fabinho McAllister's midfield? It's okay. I mean, supplement that with by Cechic, Jones, if he continues as good as he has. Um so I still think we're a bit light though. I'd like one more. Rashford, did he do it as well? Rashford. Um I can't re- I genuinely wouldn't have remembered when Rashford broke through at United and started to, you know, really show his worth. Only play the youth in the group stages of Europa. Knockouts is when the senior players play. Well you also want to win your group, Connor, because you don't want what happened to United to happen. You don't want to get a Champions League club in a playoff round. So, although, look, to be fair to United, they, they beat Barcelona and beat them well, but then lost to Sevilla. Uh, Chaz has said, really not fussed about Mount, I'd rather get Thuram. It's all about price for me, Chaz, with Mason Mount. You know, it really is. I can't lie. It's all about price for me. Like, do I believe Mason Mount can do a job for Klopp? Yes, I do. Um, I don't think it's a guarantee. I think it's somewhat of a risk, but I understand it. But for the right number. Has Connor Bradley ever played as an orthodox right back? I mean, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Um, I remember reading um, the Quivo O'Neill piece in the Athletic, and Quivo was a great write up actually on Connor Bradley on his progression. And I think, um, I think if I remember from that piece, midfield was where Liverpool viewed his future at. We're all hoping for a, a super Vindaloo, and Mount just feels like a bit of a Corma. 
Uh, yeah, fair, fair. Um, but look, the real question here, like before we finish up, is who's the number one Craig on famousbirthdays.com? If you were to go on there right now and search my name as an example, what would come up? I mean, let's let's do it. Let's search right now before we finish up. I mean, just randomly, Craig, Craig Holden, YouTube star. There he is. Click on it. Where, what's this scrolling? Oh, still number one, Craig. Don't you know? Bleed number one. There you go. Who's number two on the list? Let's see. I mean, Craig David, forty-two. He's an elflet. Me, a sprightly forty-one-year-old. I fucking love you, people, for this. By the way, I love you more than you'll ever know for this. You have given me everything. But fucking how? Like, all right, number one. We wanted top twenty yesterday. And because of your um, beautiful manipulation of the algorithm, well, bloody done. 